there, and welcome to Here's a Thought, the blogcast for people who overthink. I'm your host, Jan M. Flynn, a writer who, when I'm thinking about anything, I'm usually overthinking it. It's okay. I own it. But if you too find yourself sometimes caught in the web of your own thoughts, I'm here to offer you a quick break from those pesky voices in your head by listening to the ones in mine. Now, where I live in southern Idaho, January can be a bleak month. The holidays are over. Most days are gloomy. Commuters are like vampires. They emerge from their homes before sunrise and return after sunset. And schoolchildren stand shivering in the dark at their morning bus stops. But thankfully, in Idaho, the January tedium is disrupted every year by the opening of the Idaho Legislative Session. It's always guaranteed at some point to be entertaining, if not startling. With a Republican supermajority in both houses, the ratio of R's to D's in the Senate is 28 to 7 and 59 to 11 in the House. You might think that there's few surprises in store. You'd be wrong. And this year is no exception. In fact, it may have set a new standard. And it has me overthinking about an issue that is apparently a dilemma for certain legislators. And that is, how do you tell a woman from a cow? Let me explain. A former dairy farmer and freshman house representative from Idaho's District 26, which is in the heart of Idaho's dairyland, Jack Nelson, a Republican, was clearly enthusiastic about his appointment to the Agricultural Affairs Committee. And here is the exact quote from his self-introduction at the first committee meeting last week. He said, I'm a lifelong dairy farmer, retired, still own part of the dairy, grew up on the farm. I've milked a few cows, spent most of my time walking behind lines of cows. So if you want some ideas on repro and the women's health thing, I have some definite opinions. Yeah, he said that. The remark was followed by wan chuckles, after which Representative Nelson went on to say that he was, quote, tickled pink to be serving on the committee. The reaction in the press? Not so tickled pink. The outcry was swift, from the Idaho State Journal to Newsweek, MSN, HuffPost, and the UK's Daily Mail, among others. The Idaho Democratic Party, definitely not tickled pink, tweeted, quote, Let us be clear, politicians like Jack Nelson have no business mandating our reproductive health care decisions, period. Representative Nelson seemed genuinely taken aback at the response. After all, who could have anticipated that women would object to being compared to livestock? Anyway, he issued an apology the very next day. And I have to say, it was as comprehensive as such an apology could be, given the circumstances. And in the spirit of fairness, I will quote it here. He said, The women in my life have taught me strength, resilience, integrity, hard work, joy, and love. I absolutely respect women and the right to choose their own health care. The way I phrased my statement about women and reproductive rights yesterday completely missed the mark. I'm embarrassed, and I offended others in the process. I am deeply sorry. I recognize the mistake and commit to doing better in the future. Embarrassed? I believe it. After all, who among us can claim never to have said something silly in an effort to ingratiate ourselves with people we're anxious to impress? 
However, there aren't many among us who are in a position to influence policy governing women's health care. And why that topic even surfaced in a meeting of the Agricultural Affairs Committee defies speculation. So, it's pretty hard to dismiss the remark as a clumsy joke. Even weirder, Representative Nelson has presented himself as being as close to progressive on reproductive issues as an Idaho Republican legislator is likely to get. To his apology, he added, I have always operated and will continue to operate under the standard that the government does not belong in the doctor's office. And while that's fairly encouraging language, and I have no reason to believe that he doesn't mean exactly what he says, still, it's cold comfort, considering that Idaho has one of the strictest abortion bans in the country. Idaho's state Supreme Court recently upheld three state laws that prohibit abortion at conception and after six weeks of pregnancy, along with a civil enforcement measure that's a lot like the one in Texas. The only exceptions are rape and incest, both of which require a police report to substantiate or to save the life of the mother, a stipulation that is so vague as written that it has sparked outcry from OBGYNs all over the state. So, while the Honorable Representative may be sincere in his chagrin, and I have no reason to believe that he's not, the metadata from his remark about cows, repro, and the women's health thing is troubling. Sorry, Representative Nelson, but I remain unmoved. I appreciate the nice things you said about the women in your life, but the women in my life are deeply worried by the evident inability to distinguish us from cattle. Having some experience with the Idaho legislature, I expect you are not alone in that regard. True, women and cows share mammalian characteristics. We are warm-blooded, hair- or fur-bearing, and we bear live young rather than laying eggs. That's how you know we're not chickens. And we have mammary glands that produce milk with which to nourish said young. We have that in common with everything from gerbils to tigers, but since your confusion seems to be between us and cows, we'll focus on that. As a concerned Idahoan who is also a woman and not a cow, I respectfully offer some tips for telling us apart. First, women stand on two legs. Cows do not. Honorable legislators, do not be misled by the many representations you can find in popular culture of cows standing upright or wearing high heels or lipstick or tutus. These are merely expressions of artistic whimsy and not an accurate depiction of bovine behavior. I'm confident that Representative Nelson, given his experience as a dairy farmer, would back me up on this. Two, women have opposable thumbs. We share this in common with other primates, including even Idaho legislators. This is what gives us the ability to do things like read, write letters to the editor, and vote. Representative Nelson would be well advised to pay attention to that last item, especially since he won his House seat by a mere 83 votes after a contested election. Despite his apology, lots of us human females will be scrutinizing his voting record especially when it comes to the women's health thing. Three, women lack horns. That doesn't mean we can't make noise, especially when someone mistakes us for cows. Next, women may produce milk, but not commercially. 
This is almost 100% the case. Efforts to bring human cheese to market have been met with severely limited success. Next, women's repro status cannot be determined by walking behind them, although it is doubtless that many men have tried. Lastly, as for repro and the health thing, women in Idaho have fewer rights than cows. Women, like cows, may be forcibly impregnated due to circumstances beyond their control. If a woman or a girl is unable to prove that her condition is a result of non-consensual sex, whether with a stranger or her creepy uncle, the state has decreed that she must bring the pregnancy to term. This is where I sympathize with your confusion, Idaho legislators. Just like cows, women in this state are subject to forced birth. However, Dairy cows are highly valued in Idaho, and there is no law in the books that says they can't be given an abortion if their pregnancy proves harmful to their health or their productivity. Women in Idaho enjoy no such consideration. Legislators, I hope this clears things up a bit. Yours is not an easy job, what with your ongoing efforts to stamp out critical race theory and keep books you find offensive but haven't read, off of library shelves. As for the repro issue, many of you remain unsatisfied with the new abortion ban and wish to further purify it with proposals to eliminate emergency contraception, IUDs, and out-of-state travel by pregnant people who could possibly be in search of an abortion. Not to mention your efforts to enable a woman's rapist as well as any or all of his relatives to legally sue her if she tries to terminate her resultant pregnancy. Assuming, of course, she fails to recognize said pregnancy and file a police report within the six-week window following conception. I mean, is it asking too much of a woman or girl to make her way through the labyrinth of the court system well before she notices any sign of the pregnancy she may be too traumatized to countenance? After all, she's a woman, not a cow. Alas, here's another point of confusion— when it comes to our repro and health care, an Idaho woman like Representative Nelson may have some definite opinions, but the Republicans in the Idaho legislature seem no more interested in them than if we were farm animals. The Idaho legislative session is barely over a week old. I can hardly wait to see what those wacky lawmakers get up to next. For now, I think I've milked this topic for all it's worth. <music> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Here's a Thought. This episode was written and produced by me, Jan M. Flynn. I hope you'll subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and help build our audience by leaving a star rating or a review and sharing the show with your friends. I'm always eager for input and suggestions from listeners. If you have comments or an idea for a topic that you'd like to have overthought on an upcoming episode, please reach out to me. You'll find links in the show notes for easy and safe ways to contact me. For now, may your winter months be as bright and pleasant as they can possibly be. May the policymakers in your neck of the woods be gifted with common sense. And may all your thoughts be good ones.